from the pocket. Launching downfield, underthrown and intercepted. Keely Ringo has an escort down the sidelines. All the way to the end zone, and Georgia is going to conquer the Crimson Tide. Welcome to the TNT Podcast with your host, Tyler Layfield and Torres the Punisher Finney. Everyone and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast here with your boy Torres Finney and my co-host Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? Uh, nothing much coming off of a good uh, good night of some college football. I'm happy with uh, with how things played out. And um, we got some interesting discussions to hop into today. We had the, the group chat's been hot so far this Sunday afternoon. So uh, maybe we can delve into a little bit of that. Uh, if you want to so yeah man I look I'm excited but but first let's get off to uh one of the things that happened last night we saw a huge thing go down uh uh UFC 295 man the main event obviously fell out actually it was supposed to be between John Jones and Stipe Miocic but that uh, main event fell out about three weeks ago so we had to settle for uh the co-main event to be moved up to the main event with Yuri Prozakas versus Alex Pereira Alex Pereira going for his second uh title um in a different division while yuri is trying to re- reclaim the title that he never lost because of injury and it was a good fight man it was a good fight early on man those leg kicks early from uh, alex Pereira really put it on yuri and i mean alex Pereira, i mean you gotta remember he's literally one though i mean he was a two-time division glory kickboxing champion that's literally the best in the world in kickboxing so he was a two-time division champion and he comes over fight year Yuri has a very unorthodox style it's hard to like you know mimic it's hard to uh find the rhythm but man i think yuri once he got inside the pocket he put out spray on the cage caught him with a left hook you know some people have, uh a few elbows and then he got the mount and uh some people thought it was early stoppage i i did at first as well um but yuri said he was out and you know the way he fell you don't fall that way and you know, and not be claimed out. And I thought that was the case as well. So I, I did think that, uh, you know, the stoppage was solid. You know, I would have liked it for it to go a little bit longer. You know, main event, title fight. Um, we're all fighters, man. So we're more of a guy that likes to go out on our shield. I, I've always told people this. I tell the referee this every time before I fight. You know, if um, if I get put down, you know, make sure I'm down. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't ever want it to be questioned. Uh, so, um I'm sure Yuri would have thought the same way, but you know, hey, some people thought it was good stoppage and some people didn't. So, but overall, on, this this is the guy like right there with the dude was kind of on his hip and he was just sitting there just doing like this and popping on the side of his head. Yeah, he was because yeah. he got dropped with the left hook, then he shot for the yes. double, and then he did multiple elbows. And after the few elbows, he just fell back. Yeah. And Alex jumped straight into mount. But um, you know, you most people allow you know, a few punches to be thrown in Mount, but Mark Garter, you know, stepped in instantly. So um, it is what it is. I, I just felt like for a title fight and, a, you know, the main event, 
you know, you should allow it to just go a little bit longer. Yeah. A little bit lo- Like, let me see that he is definitively out. But it is what it is. You know, obviously, heck, that's the beauty of MMA, though. You know, you don't get no 10 counts like you do in boxing. Once you get dropped, you know, you better move on the ground or your uh-huh. fight could be stopped. So, um, and then you had the co main event with Tom Aspinall and Sergey Popovich. Um, and man, that was, uh, Tom Aspinall is incredible, man. I, I think he's, uh, if anything, if there's anybody that could potentially beat John Jones, I think Francis Ngannou actually would have had a really good shot, obviously, but now he's in a PFL. Um, but if there's anybody else, I do think a guy like Tom Aspinall can do it. He's very athletic. He's fast. He can grapple, and he has power. I mean, he knocked out the big, scared Russian. I thought Sergey was going to beat Tom. Um, I thought uh, Sergey was going to – I mean, I thought Tom Aspinall was going to be uh, too small to be able to take down a guy like Sergey. And Sergey hit him, and he took it. And then Tom Aspinall hit him, and Sergey dropped. So it was mm. wild to see him knock out Sergey Pop, uh, um, you know, knock out Sergey Popovich in the fashion, and let alone the first round. So, um, incredible fight from Tom Aspinall. Um, definitely high hopes on him, and I'm excited to see his future. Tell me this: I know I was, you know, I didn't watch the fights uh, last night, but I was seeing, I was keeping up with it on social media, and last night one of the things that kept popping up was. Uh, P-O-A-T-A-N, Poet, Poetan, Powhatan, I don't know. Like it was, it was about one of the fighters. Descri- yes, yes, that's, that's, that to me. yes, that's Alex Perea, uh, Nick's name. His nickname. What is it? What does that mean? Poetan. It's like, it's like a warrior. You know, he, he's a hunter. He's hunter. Yeah, and he had the bow or whatever. <laughs> I saw him doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm, that's Alex Perea's nickname. Yeah, Poetan. Okay. You got to remember he's from Brazil. You know, they, they have all, a lot. Everybody have a lot of different names, you know, mm-hmm. um, I know the UFC is obviously marketed here in the U.S., but obviously when you go to these other countries, you know you gotta <laughs> catch on. Like when I went to Abu Dhabi, man, you gotta you gotta catch on real quick. <laughs> they don't say it in their they say it in their language, and they say it in different ways of all these different type of nicknames and sort of ways they describe fighters. But yeah, that's what Poetan means for Alex Pereira. Okay. Um. All right. So we had some big news drop earlier today. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, and this is kind of the writing's been on the wall. We've talked about the um, bless you, but we talked about these, you know, how how he's been, you know, performing at Texas A&M since the huge deal, since the major recruiting classes he's brought in with all the money being poured in. And speaking of which, I think it, I think somebody mentioned it was like seven, it's $77 million they're paying just to get rid of him now. Uh, yeah, it's it's years upon years of just mediocrity. Um, not not performing to the level that these fans, the alumni, this association um, at Texas A&M, um, it's, it's not what they wanted when they made this deal. And Jimbo was a big hire. It was a big splash hire, you know, leaving Florida State after all the success he had there to go to Texas A&M. Uh, big major move, but, you know, they, they had their ups as far as their recruiting wins. You know, they won the recruiting national championship uh, there, I know, at least one year. Um, but the results on the field, they beat, Hey, they beat Bama that one time. That's pretty yeah, good, right? That's that, that, that means something. Um, uh, but really outside of that, that's been your highlights. There's been a lot of low lights and, uh, main thing here now, you know, looking at it, I mean, let's just take a look at some of the, I have an article here pulled up and, you know, they list out some guys that are going to be possible replacements. I just want to hear your, um, your thoughts on these and who you think would be good, who you think wouldn't. Now, this one's like titled like nine 
of the top replacements for Jimbo Fisher. Number nine being Deion Sanders. And obviously this is more of a pipe dream, That's uh, not but should it be discussed? No. It's That's not, not happening. He, he ain't living. No, he's not. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. That one, uh, I don't know how that one would shape out anyways necessarily, but the money behind it, like Dion with that kind of money behind him, I don't know. That would be something to watch. Uh, you also got I mean, then Dion uh, used to be in Texas. Uh, was he coaching t- football in Texas for high school? Mm-hmm, I believe so because that's where uh, Shadur and uh, Shiloh were playing. I believe. I think Shiloh was playing. I think, but I know Shadur was playing at a um, at a school in Texas. I can't remember the name now, but uh, I'm about to say if they were playing in Texas. Then I can. I mean, maybe you can make that connection. But I, I was the area. I mean, yeah, I really don't. I really don't think that's the case, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, you got Cliff Kingsbury. That's one that we've seen. I mean, obviously, you know, last mm-hmm. last stop was at Arizona in the NFL. The Cardinals, big hire from uh, Texas Tech, I believe it was right at that time. But offensive guy. Uh, but I feel like we've seen this story before with Lincoln Riley. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, I, I'm not too sold on Lincoln Riley. I mean, yeah, Tex- I think Texas A&M is not necessarily looking – bad from an offensive perspective but i think some people really? would say that. i think some people would say that but i mean i feel like i mean texas a&m just dropped 52 points yesterday you know um Who was on? granted it was on a sorry team but okay hey, they still did i think I, th- I still think like they just haven't lived up to, up to the expectation especially with the pedigree of uh athletes they brought in um i give you that I'm, I'm not, defensively I'm i like where they're at defensively. i mean you got athletes on athletes on athletes and you've actually already had your first guy enter his name into the transfer portal a guy that georgia fans are familiar with he was a longtime georgia commit before uh flipping to texas a at the end of last year's cycle raymond cottrell um so that there's already one guy leaving um you know it's are there going to be more that follow or are you going to be able to retain this defensive talent that you have that's um, true there's a guy coming up here, I think that would be good. But uh, well, I, I would say ahead. real quick that I would say real quick now, you know, looking at what they've done so far this season. I mean, 52 in the first game, uh, 33 in the second. Granted, they gave up 48 to Miami, 47 against Louisiana Monroe, 27 against Auburn, 34 yeah. against Arkansas. You're right. You're right. There are some teams there. I mean, they they they've scored a good little bit, you know, throughout this season. I mean, I'd say their worst game was against Tennessee, which you you know, which is inexplicable you can't you know you can't look like that but granted Tennessee was ranked 19th at the time they lost 20 to 13 their losses is only to the top rated teams but I do see your point they've lost with very really good talent to teams that I should be able to eventually beat I should be with looking at Texas A&M I should beat a Tennessee looking at Texas A&M I should be able to beat a Ole Miss granted that's a hard game to win on the road you know they lost 38 mm-hmm. 35 that's a hard game to win on the road with, with yeah. my talent, I should be able to beat Miami. You know, I agree. I it's agree. True. But I, I just think – I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm so skeptical on things like this. You know, I, I've always – I've said this a lot. I've said it all the time. I don't like sometimes when the SEC, especially in the SEC West, especially in the SEC West, when these SEC team fires these coaches way too fast. Now, granted, in this case, Jimbo been there since 2018. He's had how many seasons? One, two, three, four, five, six. So you've had six seasons to get it right. Heck, in 2020, he went nine and one. You know, so yeah. I mean, I mean, he's had some okay here and there. He's had eight and four, nine and four. 
But I just think when you're dealing with a division that you're in, you you have to be like, you got to be like a little bit more lenient. When you got LSU, you got Alabama, you got a Georgia, you know, on the other side, you got a yeah. Florida. You got Texas and, and Oklahoma coming into the mix now. I mean, I just think yeah. you can't be up here up and firing everybody every time because you don't necessarily have a very successful season. I yeah. agree with you. With the talent, when you had a number one recruiting class, you thought, what was that, two years ago? You thought, okay, we're about yeah. to see some type of improvement. Granted. We haven't seen it, so nope. I can see the coaching change. Mm -hmm. But I mean, what you gonna go to? I mean, you know, what you gonna go yeah. to? Like, I mean, that's that's where we were leading to. And you know, the next guy they bring up here is Kurt Signetti, uh, coach for James Madison. You know, uh, a team that you kind of talked about in our group chat earlier today. You know, they're yeah. they're doing a splendid job, but they can't even go to a bowl game. I know they've uh, kind of appealed that to see if they'd be able to maybe get in this year after what they've done. Um, they, they've earned it, in my opinion. I mean, it'd be cool if they could because uh, I, I feel like they have earned it. I thought, I thought it saw it got declined. I thought I saw it got yeah, declined. I, yeah, I didn't see that part yet. I know that they asked for it, um, but they, um, they, they, they've done a good job this season, and I, I hate that they're kind of, in a way, being punished. Um, but he's one, um, so that's one to keep in mind. Another one they brought up is Chris Kleiman. Uh, coach of Kansas State, a team that's done pretty good. What do you think about those two, James Madison coach and uh, Kansas State's coach? Um, well, I, I just think with a James Madison coach, I mean, yeah, you could bring him in, but I would like – now, for him, yes, there's be a huge pay upgrade, but I, I think I would like for somebody – if you want to compete with Alabama and LSU and all those top-tier teams right now, then – you might need to get somebody that's uh, on the ball right now, you know, and mm -hmm. maybe a James Madison coach. I agree. I mean, he walked straight into the FBS. That's really the, that's literally the only reason why they can't play in a bowl game because you get a two year ban the moment you switch over yeah. to FBS. So uh, he's instantly come to over to the FBS and is uh, making noise. Um, now, what's the other coach? I don't know who Chris Lehman climbing uh, uh, from Kansas State. Who's that? You know they've had some big success these past couple of seasons. Yeah, so they're a team that I respect. I think they're a, a decent team this year too. Uh, I don't think that's it. They're not great, but they're decent. No, no, I mean, no, they they they're decent. Uh, I just don't think that's it. Yeah. Think that's it, huh? Um, you got Jeff Trailer from University of uh, Texas San Antonio. Urban Meyer is one that was thrown in. Of course, that's all. He's always going to get thrown into. I wouldn't be – I really wouldn't be shocked if, if that did end up happening. Um, it's just I feel like teams fall into that trap over and over. Uh, two that I really like um, are Lane Kiffin and Dan Lanning from Oregon. So, you got Lane Kiffin from Ole Miss, Dan Lanning from Oregon. I freaking just – I just love Dan, Dan Lanning. Um, guilty as charged. I just love that dude. I think he's just an awesome coach. I I like him a lot. I like the stuff, I you know, I see from him, like, in the locker room and um, you know, the way he prepares his teams and everything. I just – I really like him. And then Kiffin coming in, he, he would obviously save the offense. He would bring in the cool. offensive talent. You give him the money to spend, shoot, I don't know, man. That would be pretty dangerous. What you think? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I mean, the Dan Lanning would be good, but I don't see Dan Lanning leaving Oregon. I mean, why? He's got he's got set up pretty nice. I'm about to say – I'm about Not to say – the Big Ten, too. I'm about to say Oregon's in a really good position right now. Like, I would not leave. I mean, he's he's done a phenomenal job at Oregon the last two years. Um, obviously, this season is still to be, you know, be almost done. But, 
heck with Oregon the rest of Oregon's schedule, I don't see anybody really beating Oregon, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I don't see him leaving. Uh, Lane Kiffin, I mean, he's about to become a coach football whore, meaning he's just about yeah. to jump in all over there, everywhere, man. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't think that's it. I just don't think that's it. I think he yeah. needs to stay where he at at Ole Miss. He just he just got Ole Miss not too long ago. Stay at Ole Miss. Take your time. I can see him doing it. That's one I can see be realistically happening. Wow, is him going? Um, and then the last one they bring up is Mike Elko. Um, he is the the current. Uh, let's see. So he so it says right here. My, I believe right now Elko, let's look here. I'm pretty sure Elko, for a minute there, I was like, was he the uh, defense coordinator there? But he is the head coach at Duke right now, actually. Wow. Yes, I, wow. he used to coach with Jimbo. I, he was his defense coordinator, I believe, that um, there. Um, but now he's the head coach at, at Duke, and obviously he's done really good at Duke. Duke's been a team you kind of have to look out for. Uh, pushed North Carolina really hard uh, just this last night. Um, yeah, they, they've done some good stuff up to this point, pulled some upsets, things like that, you know, obviously beating Clemson. Uh, what do you think there? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not sold on those guys, man. I'm really not. I mean, Duke has had looked much better. Uh, maybe I got a little salty taste. They ain't playing my boy, John Tavius, so I'm probably not uh, too yeah. – uh, but, but overall, um, um, Man, I, I, I'm not I'm not really sold on some of these replacements. I, I feel like we're almost going in a uh, lateral. It's a lateral move. I don't. Besides, like a guy like you say, Dan Lanning or a uh, Lane Kiffin, uh, potential Lane. Lane Kiffin. I can see those being slightly upgrades. But everybody else you've named so far, you know, I feel like that just be a lateral move. I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, obviously unless now, granted, the first guy you named Dion. I mean, Dion could get a crazy boatload of talent there, but that's just a, that's an outlier. That's crazy. Um, but they've already done that. They've already gotten talent there. It's just they can't do nothing with it. They need somebody that'll be able to do something with it. Which would be interesting to see Dion with with the that amount of talent. I will say that's true. That would be interesting. I think he's going to get more of it now. Um, in the coming coming years, you know, at Colorado. But so, I, just, um, I just think Jimbo, I just think they're just going to have to look for somebody that is just going to be even more of a slightly upgrade um, to replace Jimbo. Most realistic guy for to you for this job is who? Um, I mean, I really don't know to be honest. I'm, with saying, you. I'm saying Lane Kiffin. I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my stake on that one. I think because, like you said, Landing, I could see, but like you said, there there's good reason to stay. Ole Miss. Maybe – I mean, he's been there for a little while now. You know, is this going to turn out right for him? I mean, is this the place for him? Is this where he wants to stay long-term? Is yeah. this the hotbed that he thinks he can be, you know, that, that he can get the recruiting? Why not go to Texas, a state full of talent with NIL that you can just spend whenever you want, get the guys you want year after year? Shoot, I think he'd take that. I think I think that's enough to get Lane Kiffin involved. You think that's enough to get Lane Kiffin? Oh involved? yeah, I think I could see Lane Lane dipping out for that. I really do. That's just I, me. Though. That's just I, me. I, I, I mean, um, look, you know, and M is a high paying job, so you're gonna get paid when you go there. That's you that's, have resources. Uh, you will have resources, but I just don't. I just don't think. Um, I don't know, man. For some reason, I mean, it's a hot job to be the Texas A&M football head coach, but 
I just don't think some of these coaches leaving the position that they're currently in would be in a better situation. I think you're setting yourself up to go in and get, be put in a fire. You know, you can be like, oh, man, it's one. Of the, look, I'm going to use a great example. All right. Former coach, Coach Rogers, you know, wow. obviously he left a really good position to go to an even better school, yeah. better talent, better place. Heck, a lot, technically more money. But I don't think that was the necessarily the best move in that case. Granted, he wanted to upgrade. Granted, look, if somebody goes there and make Texas A&M, um, you know, a, a higher a firepower, you know, that's going to definitely help elevate their career wherever they want to go, wherever they want to succeed to. But mm-hmm. if you go there and fail, it's not going to help your chance. Now, granted, like a guy like Coach Roddy went to Thomas County Central, got them boys on the feet, he got them going on the roll. But for college – that's not going to help your case. Lane Kiffin is not already on a good track right now anyway. So he needs know. to continue to build that I'm, I'm him. I see that $77 million just to walk away. I don't know, man. What's what's the what's the harm you in you giving that a shot? What's the harm, I mean, man? Uh, no longer coaching, like being a really good head coach. He, he, will, all, he will always find a job somewhere, bro. Oh, he's going to always have a job. I think he's going to be say, he, he, will, he will never have trouble finding a job. Like with, with Jimbo – where does he go from here? Does he join that Saban analyst tree? Does he go to Georgia and join like as an analyst? I don't know. I don't know about I him. But Kiffin, I Kiffin, I feel like people are like welcoming with Kiffin. Like, hey man, come on in. You know, if you could be an analyst, you can be an offensive coordinator. Me, dude. I mean, he's got he's a great offensive talent. I mean, he is a great yeah. offensive coach. But that's funny to me because I've never been sold on Kiffin that much. I mean, I don't know, man. You've heard Kobe talk about it. Kobe's like, man, I would welcome Kiffin back to be our head coach when when Saban leaves. You know, he's, he's real hot on him. He's real hot on him, man. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember hearing that from Kobe? I mean, Kobe, I, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking you this. I'm asking you this. You tell me what team has Lane Kiffin ever coached that's had a good defense? Yeah, it hasn't been that way. He's he's of that same. He's cut from the same cloth as Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury, all them. Exactly. I don't like guys like that. I don't care how many points you can put up. You can't stop. I'm just saying. I'm not a fan of that. Hey, touchdowns are sexy, and that's what people see, man. You know, they 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 love that offensive firepower, and um, it'll get you paid, and it'll get you jobs. So I think um, I think he'll. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It it puts fans, it put put guys in seats, which brings in money. Congratulations, but. For me, uh, I've never been a fan of just a hot, bunch of high-scoring football. I like defense. I like low-scoring games. Mm-hmm. I want to see some heads being knocked and blood being dripped. So that's what I want to see. And if you ain't got no defense, you're not going to be on my list. Like, you got to show me that you got – I'm the same way. I, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. But I'm just saying, like, how often do we see these guys get hired? All the time, like they always get a job, man. It don't matter what, like they they always get a job. And, and, and yeah, yeah, look, you're right. They get it's hired. True. They tell you the results. Like, look, he's gonna be the, that is true as well. He's gonna be the richest, no winning in coaches in history. You about to have. I mean, look, they gonna have those tears away with those dollar bills, man. Yeah, hey, Jimbo, it's so sad right now with that seventy-seven dude. That is. Oh my God! Like you know, that kind of money is just ridiculous. So I mean, I what are they? Did get something like that similar with like Florida State leaving Florida State? Did he get something he like that? Some, yeah. Well, because oh, he, he was I think he, he left on his own. He left. He left they okay. were blindsided kind of by he dipped on okay. his own. Yeah. Okay. But um, needless to say, that's something we're gonna keep an eye on. You know, we got to keep an eye on. We'll we'll keep this updated throughout the weeks. But um, mm-hmm. let's get into uh, 
to some Week 11 games. Um, Michigan and Penn State. Michigan traveling to Penn State. Torres, there was a lot said about um, about this one kind of coming into it. Penn State. Hey, have you ever seen the clip of the the guy? They are who we thought they were. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's me with Penn State. Every year. That's me with Notre Dame every year. They are who we thought they were. You know, um, I'm tired of hearing the talking heads talk about how good Penn State is, how great they're going to be. Drew Alar, Drew Alar, you drew a lot, you know, all this kind of stuff. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's good. You know, they got a good defense. Offense is, oh my God, dude. It, it is, it is atrocious. Uh, See, I like, like I said, I like defensive games. Yeah, I just said this, but. It's I a different. I don't mind. A, I don't mind a good defensive game as well. But boy, it is different when it is bad offense. Yeah. When I mean, look, that's why I look. I'm a Steelers fan, and right now I'm struggling to watch them. Boy, like our defense is phenomenal. That what keeps me watching. But the offense, oh my mm. gosh, and that is what Penn, Penn State is in Pittsburgh. You know, in Pennsylvania, they they share the same field. Oh no, they don't. They share the same field. That's not Pittsburgh. But still, they in the same state. All right, Penn State is right there. Look, they both got the same offense. It's absolutely trash. I mm. mean, Penn State, I sat there, so I didn't get a chance to watch when Penn State played Ohio State. I did, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was just – I was kind of on my phone all throughout. It was just ugly. It was nasty. It's gross. Like, it is just a – it is awful to watch. A bunch Bad of one-yard runs, incomplete passes. Incomplete passes. Uh, it just – just. And I, and I like how you framed it. You like good defense, like a good defensive game, but it's like when the defense is forcing this kind of stuff. Like it's one thing when it's just a bad offense and they can't do anything whether you give it to them or not um, compared to, oh, the defense really made a difference there. And we've been – you know, we talked about it. Um, you know, Penn State, you know, the legitimacy of Penn State. I have that on this, this, uh, this title of this show. Um, they ended up losing this game. And – Good Lord. I mean, it was 24-15. What was the score of Georgia-Tennessee last year? Do you remember that when it rained? Uh, 26-13. 26-13. to Did that score tell the whole story, Torres? No, it didn't. Does this, does this score tell the whole story? No, it's not. No, it does not. So, I don't really care. You can you can try to hype this up. I, I see a team that lost by single digits to two top five. <laughs> yeah, I see I see a team that lost by single digits to uh, four you know, college football playoff bound teams. Shut up, man. Two of the four, whatever. I don't yeah. care, man. I don't care. That does not tell the story. Like, this this was not a close game. Sco- I don't care scored, what you They say. scored in, like, the final two minutes when the score was 24 to 9 or something like that. So, yeah. um, and, it, was it, never, it, it, it was never like – Penn State might win this, you know. Like there was never that feeling, correct? No, it was never that once exactly. at all. Never exactly. once at all. Look, let me tell you something, man. I, I sat there and watched Penn State. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch them when they played Ohio State. I was looking at a lot of the Twitter comments. A bunch of people was talking about how bad Penn State was offensively. I wanted to see this game for myself. You know, all week. You know, I kept hearing about you know potentially Penn State, and because I, I, you know, you remember, you remember what I kept saying. You know, well, the Big Ten champion. Here's my bold prediction. You know, when Penn State beats Michigan, yeah, we heard that one. We heard I that know, one. Man. I know, man. Yeah. I sat there and said, I was like, you yeah. know, in, in our group message, I'm just going to tell you the whole thing. I thought that, I said, I believe the Big Ten champion will be undefeated, you know, regardless yeah. of Ohio State or Michigan. And, you know, Kobe made a point about potentially it could be one loss all the way around. And I said, well, 
who 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 are uh, these guys lose to? <laughs> and they come to Penn State, and I'm like, I don't wow. see it happening. I'm wow. sorry, y'all. I don't see it. Look, I let me tell you something. I've told people this. You know, I have a like I'm a Georgia fan, but I have a team that I like to watch that I, I slick root for. You know, just like oh, I like I like to see this team do well. And Ohio State is one of those teams for me. It used to be Stanford a little bit back in the day. I used to like watching Stanford. Um, but Ohio State, yeah, is they one were of those fun. Teams. They were fun to watch. I they were that. fun. Uh -huh. I used to always root. For, I love when they used to upset Oregon every year when Oregon be like at the top team. They would take them out for us. But um, I would I would love to watch Ohio State, and I used to be like, yeah, I would like for Ohio State to get a championship here and there. You know, they do good. I, I was also rooting for them when they had Fields. You man, I wanted to feel, see Fields do be successful. Um, but this year, I am as honest as it gets. Ohio State is not it. Them, yeah, yeah. I am not sold on Ohio State. I am not sold on Michigan. I am not sold. I, on I like I like Michigan more than I like Ohio State. I will say that because I think they I, have I, like, hey, I think they have like a tangible identity. Like it's like tough nose, hard working. Like I really do. I ain't gonna lie to you. I kind of like this team, and you know. Coming from a guy that's team was one of those that's marked by a cupcake schedule. Um, I mean, I, you could kind of say the same thing about Michigan, but I mean, I think I think both teams you kind of have that that aspect about them. I don't know, I, I just really like it. And you know, I don't know what you thought about the coach coming in and coaching for Harbaugh being out, like that kind of thing. That the little interview after the game, but they they're able to impose their will with the run. Um, the defense the defense plays plays great. Like, don't get me wrong, I'd still take, you know, some teams over them. But um, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of with you, though. Ohio State, there's a, there's a lot left to be desired. Uh, okay, look, look, Michigan imposed. Look, see, this is what gets me, all right? Michigan has done this the last two years, all right? Can somebody explain to me what have they done this year that haven't – that they don't look any different from the last two years? Because two years ago – they look the same like they did against Georgia. Then mm -hmm. last year, they look no different. Oh, they, they beat Ohio State. Okay. They beat Ohio State in a very close game where they shot the score, but the running game broke out, and then they played TCU. And then what happened in that? They got blown. I mean, they they, they got basically – they were making all type of turnovers. J.J. McCarthy is in the running for Heisman. How? Is. This he man – They're, the they're winning games. And he's looked better in, than in years past. But I mean, you go and look at the stat line. Let's let's look at the stat line for this past this past week. And not that that says everything, because I'm not one of those that's gonna sit there and tell you stats stats mean at all. I mean, but when it comes to Heisman, I feel like it, it does mean a ton. They're gonna always bring that kind of stuff up. But dude, right, my boy, my boy was seven of eight on passes, seven for eight with for sixty yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. So he didn't he didn't mess up, Torres. And he had eight carries for 34 yards. I'm sorry, but that – you won the game, but, man, that wasn't – you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge this, I'm not trying to turn this into a Michigan blast. This ain't a Michigan blasting session by any means. I do like Michigan. I think they're a top four team right now. I will say that. Ohio State, I still would put them in the top four right now, but I'm still not all the way sold on them. I think uh, Michigan beats them today if they play – um, that's just me. I don't know how you feel. That's how I feel. Um, Penn State, on the other hand, too, uh, we talk about them. Their best win up to this point is against Iowa. And I don't know how much weight you could put on that. You and I have been very vocal about that. Like, show me who their best win is. 
You know, they're going to finish with as a two-loss team because they play Rutgers and who's the other team they played that I listed out earlier? It was Rutgers and Rutgers and Michigan State. And Michigan State. It's not you're you're going to be a two-loss team. Congratulations, but what have you done? You have beat Iowa, the team that's all defense and no offense. That's right. You may as well. You're. you're, you're I mean, honestly, they're they're you light. That they're Penn State light. They they're all defense, no offense, and I don't understand. I I, I like I'm if if, if you're going to sit there and you're going to hype up this team, I don't know what you're doing. I, I don't know what you're doing. And we got into it today um, about them versus Mizzou. And I, I wish Craig was tuning into this one. I, I wish he could chime in on this. I'll see what he says later on. But them versus Mizzou head to head, I'd pick Mizzou against them. And sure, I think that Jackson was right in our in our group chat today when he was like, well, Penn State would be favored. They probably would. They have the name, they have the tradition, they have the history, that kind of thing. That's I think they would. I think they I think we just live in a world Torres where Penn State holds more of a, a name brand value than Missouri. And but Missouri to me, they, they've proven points. Their best win you could say to this point, Tennessee, Kansas State, to me, both of those wins mean more than a freaking Iowa win. So uh, that that's where I'm at. I have to get that off my chest, though. It's just like the, the normal Notre Dame seasons where I have to get on my soapbox and talk about how they're overrated. Penn State, you're overrated. You're done. Like th- This is another 10-win season. Congratulations. You're in Mark Rick territory. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gaining, man? I don't know. That's me. I'm off. All right. So look, so look now. This is this is where we will disagree. I do agree on everything you just said, except for the point to where for Penn State. Now, now look, I'm I'm gonna say this. Actually, I'm 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 gonna retract just a little bit. So earlier we talked about in the group message about you know Penn State has never had a roster, you know, to where they could be ne- necessarily national championship contenders, um, except for the year when they beat Ohio State and they went on and won the Big Ten championship and they literally should have been in the playoffs, but they actually jumped, put Ohio State in over them for some goddamn reason. So, you know, but it, it, it's small things like that. But I will say this. I do think what James Franklin has done at Penn State has been phenomenal. They are a great team. They do win games. They do sometimes uh, upset Michigan, Ohio State here and there, but they've been consistently nothing but a 10-win team sometime I'm in 11. I'm not saying great team. I'd say good team. Um, That's me. I'm – I, I I would well I don't know man I I would have to because look I'm not putting Penn State up there with uh um my, my boy Dennis from uh from work Mr Dennis uh he he teaches out at me with me at Howard Middle School he commented LOL they only threw the ball once in the second half he's definitely overrated I believe this is too oh I agree yeah JJ McCarthy yeah. Yeah, yeah we see, we agree wholeheartedly well that's what yeah. I think with Penn State I think Penn State is more overrated than more mediocrity. I think they're more there. I, I, you know what? You're probably right. I just call it like that. I'm getting in the heat of the moment, calling it. Because, like, you know, winning that they're many games right. consistently. But, again, uh, look, again, it is, you do win that many games, but if you ain't beating nobody to win that many games, cause like you say, I mean, we looked at that schedule. Look, when you playing Massachusetts, Northwestern, Illinois, Delaware, West Virginia, Maryland, which West, which which West Virginia? I will say lately that has looked like a. Honestly, you might can make a case that West Virginia is more of a win to hang your hat on than freaking Iowa. Like West Virginia's been okay lately. Like they haven't been that bad. But but continue. 
You're right. Ruptures and then Michigan State. If those are going to be your wins that you claim your fame, yeah, I mean, congratulations on your 10-win seasons. But, like, because in some of those 10-win, 11-win seasons, they did beat a Michigan. They did beat a Michigan State when they were ranked, or they did beat Ohio State. So, in some of those seasons, they did beat a really good ranked team. But over the past few years, we have seen this consistently. And I'm not going to be honest. I, I, I'm not, I, I just don't think a Penn State team is something that we can really necessarily hang our, uh, hang our hat on. You know, people want to talk about Georgia's schedule. How the heck, how the heck is anybody going to hang their hat on a freaking Michigan or Ohio State hang their hat on a Penn State? Ohio State was ranked number one in the country because of how they beat Penn State on the road. You telling me that one win, that one win against Penn State was enough for them to push Ohio State over Georgia. So I, now I'm fine with. I'm not going to argue with being number one. I don't really care. It don't mean no. Oh yeah, I mean I know a lot of people don't care to be on uh, number one, but see that's the but that's my problem though. That's the thinking of the committee. You you see this is this is what see I, I was I was arguing with Tanner about this yesterday. You know he's like, I don't care about being number one. It doesn't matter to the end of the season. And it don't matter to Kirby either. He he was on interview this past week with Mackey. He's right. really don't care. He You're don't right. look, look, look at any of it. For the players and the coaches, that's how their mindset should be. But the way I'm thinking, because I'm a fan, I'm on the outside looking in. I'm not only thinking about obviously what they're thinking about. I'm also thinking about how the committee is thinking. If you're think, you think their mind gonna change? They're thinking like this right now. What the heck do you think they're gonna think in a few weeks? You know, like oh, my thing yep. is you control your own destiny. Just win out, and you don't got to worry about nothing. You know, what I'm you're saying? right. If like, you win out, oh, you're right. Kind of like taking it, taking it to the judges, right? Taking it to the yeah. judges in, in your fights. Just do your job. Do what you're supposed to do. Handle what you need to handle, and you ain't got to worry about nothing. But if you look at right it, you go to decision. You're right. And that's when you got some problems because you do got some weird crap, just like you have. This it's a good little you know metaphor here. Good little. Good you're little right. No, you're right about that. You're right but about you that. Never, you some of them are just off the wall, and, and it's the same way. But that doesn't things. negate. That doesn't negate the inevitable uh, ignorance of the committee or the judges in that case. Like it doesn't. Like you can't. You can't be making. You can't be like, oh, well, we're gonna make a bad call. Like there've been multiple years where the committee, you're like, what the freak? Wait, well, how you read these yeah. guys? There's been multiple years of that, and I just I know Georgia bit with them at undefeated, especially with the long winning streak. If they go and beat Alabama, granted, it would be no problem. As as for a Georgia fan, I agree. <laughs> but there has been cases. There literally has been cases like the last ranking. How the heck is Ohio State ranked above Georgia? Yeah. I, I, I would like to know. Well, we like ended up realizing it later based on the rule that you said. Right? I mean, ain't that right? Yeah. Didn't you bring up a? You brought up the rule that. You can't face the same person you just got done facing, or something like that. They try to make it where you don't face. Oh no! no, no. Yeah. Oh well, see. Oh, you talking about last year? I'm talking about this year. I'm talking about oh, this okay. year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Last year, like that's oh, yeah. They last year, they, that literally. That, yeah, that's that why we probably played them in that. Yeah, first yeah. That's in their criteria. Yeah. They, if you've already played in the regular season, they don't want the rematch to be yeah. the first game in the playoffs. Yes, they. Mm-hmm. And it goes into account. Yes. Um, right. the same way I'm talking about with Alabama and Texas. I've told them, I'm like, if right play, now things were to stay out of there, or Texas would get in. I feel like they would get in. I, a lot of people disagree with me and think Alabama beating Georgia um, would, would, would push Alabama over Texas because they don't. What else goes down before that, though? I, I mean, I have to, we have to see what else the others finish at. Like if Texas finishes out how they are, they're in no matter. Like if they if they go and if they go the rest of the season winning out, and we're getting off on the tangent. But if you go the rest of the season winning out, become the Big Twelve champion, you're in over Bama regardless. 
the Big Ten champion will be in there regardless because they're going to be a one. You know, they, they won't have they'll be undefeated and there'll be a big Ten champion. at least that's how we feel. We feel yeah. like whoever wins that'll be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got the ACC. Florida don't Florida State don't look like they're going to lose. I mean, they're already in the top four. How are you going to bump them out? You're not gonna and then um, let's just say um, Oregon, one loss. They end up getting that revenge against Washington. How do you bump them out? So that would be – you could potentially see that. Or, or, if Washington wins the rematch. Or if Washington wins out, that could be – Washington so, would have more rate wins than anybody. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you could see a case. You could see a case. And we're getting off on a tangent now. But, but yeah, there, there could be a case there. There could be a case. That's true. All right, so let's move on to the next thing real quick. Don't have to take long on it. Arizona versus Colorado. This was uh, th- this was a must win for Colorado if they wanted to get into a bowl game this year. Um, obviously not happening now. They ended up dropping this one late to Arizona. Uh, it's been a been a long skid so far um, for for Dion now. Hot start, but it's uh, it's not finishing out so hot. It doesn't look like so. Had to highlight that one here. They won't be making a bowl game. Um, who else is left on their schedule, Torres? Do you know? Off the they top have of to win out to make a bowl game, but oh, I they have to win out. Okay, I thought they had to win this one to make a bowl game. My bad. I, I don't think they are um, going to be winning out. And be honest with you, uh, who are they playing? At, looking at the rest of their schedule, I do know they got to play. I just had it up. Let me go back and see. I'm trying uh, to look as well, they um, have. Let's see here. They have Washington State at Washington State. And they have Utah at Utah. So, I unfortunately, I don't see the Utah one happening. Utah actually looks pretty good. Um, you know, even though they just come, came off the loss that we're about to get to here in a minute with Washington, they're still a pretty solid team. And it's at their, their home, you know, their, their home field advantage. So, um, yeah, that looks like this one, this one's wrapped up. But he, he you know, Prime's going to build off of this. He's going to get, he's going to get better. Uh, next, we got Tennessee versus Missouri. This one was a pretty fun one to kind of keep up with. Uh, let's see this we one. Ended. We both called that one last week. Yeah, yeah, we called Missouri. And uh, even though I think on game day everybody picked Tennessee, I want to say, um, even even Nolan Smith picked them. But 36-7, to 7, uh, Missouri controlled this game. I didn't even have to really watch this one long. I watched the very tail end, and I enjoyed it. I had a great time watching them because I forgot about last year when t- uh, Tennessee ran it up on Missouri. And um, they they ended up getting some revenge here. Um, and Tennessee, sure enough, at the end, they wanted to pull some some kind of little stunts, trying to push people after the whistle and crap like that. But um, but you you never know. So we we do got some people chiming in on the chat. We got Jacob Ball, good friend of the show. Is Bama UGA the two best teams in the country? Um, There's a case to be made. It's a case a, to be made. There's a, a real good case to be made. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I um, y'all might call me crazy, but I'm liking that Oregon team a little bit. I am too. I do I'm like the Oregon team. team. Um, I'm, I, I'm still I'm still thinking you can make a case for like a Michigan. In my opinion, I'm not huge on the Ohio State. I still think you can make a case for Michigan though. I just I kind of respect them. I'm not. Um, I'm not going huge on Michigan actually. Um, I'm not huge on Ohio State, but I actually. It's crazy as I think Ohio State might get them, might upset them. You, mm. it's hard for me to see. I don't Ohio State losing three years in a row. I, I see it. I see it clearly. Wow. And where's the game being held at this year? Let's take a look. It'll be in Michigan. It'll be in Michigan. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I don't even know the line to that yet, but I, I take Michigan. I mean, mm. I, all things considered, Harbaugh mm. being out, but that I just Michigan, Michigan can punch you in the, in the mouth. I don't, I don't trust Ohio State to do the same. 
Um, so Tennessee, Missouri, though, anything you want to add here? I know that uh, Cody Schrader, the running back from Missouri, looked really good. Louis was bragging on him over and over and over. He said, man, he's probably the best running back in the SEC. Because during the Ole Miss-Georgia game, I was like, nah, Juckins is. Juckins is really good. He's probably the best running back. He's like, no, he ain't the Missouri boy. He's, he's sitting there saying like that. He's like, Missouri boy is pretty good. And, you know, he, you know, Cody Schrader's got a – you know, he has a place to – like there's an argument to be made there with him being one of the top in the SEC because he gave us the business. He gave Tennessee the business. And Tennessee's defense is actually okay this year. They're not a bad team. Um I, I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty solid. Missouri, man, they just continue to to amaze me. I think they're a pretty solid team this year. I like them. Um, they got Florida, and then they got somebody else at Arkansas, I believe, one of them. Um, I mean, they're about to finish this season off with an opportunity at being at 10 wins. That's a huge success. I do think Missouri is one of the great teams this year. They're potentially going to finish out the season in the top 10. I think they um, I'm sorry, y'all, but uh, give, me, give me Missouri over Penn State any day. <laughs> yes, same here. I'll take Missouri over Penn State. Argue with your mama because I don't yeah. really care. <laughs> argue, with, <laughs> argue with somebody else. I don't care. Um, all right, I guess we can move this on to Utah, Washington. Uh, for a little while there, this was kind of like a little back and forth affair. Um, it was a really good game. Of, yeah, it was a good game. Um, Washington won this one 35-28. Uh, another good game. Uh, from Michael Penix, 332 yards, passing two touchdowns. Um, didn't really do much on the ground in this one, but he did uh, rush in a touchdown. Um, pretty solid game. Utah's Utah's not a not a pushover, y'all. Utah's actually an okay team. They're they're a team I respect out of the Pac-12. So that's that's what I take away from here. Utah's or Washington is winning the games they're kind of supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's look at the rest of schedule for them because I mean right then right now they're number five. And they got Oregon State. Oregon State, which we're going to highlight here in a little bit. That's our last big game. Then they got Washington State. Oregon State is at Oregon State. That's yeah, going to be, be a, you got to get over that one, man. You got to get over that one. That's going to be a tough one, man. Oregon State is a really solid team. Oregon State has a lot of good things going for them. Um, like DJ uh, Ugalele has uh, found, has like researched his career in college mm-hmm. and he's been playing really good for Oregon State. And yeah, I remember Oregon State got a tough game, not only for that one, but then the next following week, they got Oregon. So Oregon State is actually really having to like making themselves have a shot and really have, trying to get in the Pac 12 championship. So they're still right there for contenders, obviously not the playoffs, but um, they could make some damage in the Pac 12 and they're able to, you know, go out here and beat Washington and Oregon. But yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't, uh, I don't see that one happening just yet. We'll get to it eventually. But uh, Washington looked good, man. You know, um, I, I really like Penix. If there's anybody that should have a shot at winning Hosman, him, Bo Nix, Bo Nix. Some people are still saying Jaden Daniels, and you know, I just with all the losses and stuff like that, I just don't know. He's played his he's played his game though. I mean, he's playing his tail off. He really is. I, mean, I just look, don't look know it, if uh, you can. Why would you? What, why, you know, but you can't really give it to him over somebody that's that's not losing Robert, games. And then Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin had three losses and he won high school. Oh, I guess you're right. So it could be he he really could then. I guess you you have a good point there. That's totally. a good I mean, if you're if you're if you're rattling off incredible stats and obviously if you're not the reason why we're losing, I mean, yeah, because uh, it's not like they're losing. Oh man, they lost the game twenty to thirteen or twenty to ten. No, they're literally losing games. 55 to 49, 44 yeah. to 48. <laughs> like, they're losing games by like crazy. This is Jaden Daniels' stat line from this past. Oh my God, it actually is pretty good. Gracious. I did not know it was this crazy. I know, 
Oh, man, he actually had 600 all-purpose yards. He had 372 yards passing with three touchdowns. He had 234 yards rushing with two touchdowns. Good Ooh. gracious. Good grade of day is this. I know. Good grade of day. I know. Good oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, that man. was uh, – that's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. So, yeah, that's – um man. Something to keep an eye on. So yeah, he could pull an RG three on us. He really could. I got I got to give it to him. Then I did not realize. I saw every other time they would take a break. Oh, a studio update from you know ESPN. It's Jaden Daniels just maneuvering his way around all the Florida's defense and just running down the field. I was like, I love that too. So it was fun watching Tennessee lose. It was fun watching Florida lose. That was two good ones because it's going to be great. Florida missing another bowl game. Screw Florida. Yeah, um, no, screw Florida, dude. Screw, screw Florida. Hey, by the way, while you know we talk about Jimbo, a guy being uh, fired, you know, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, Napier. Do you think he'll actually get fired? I know my dad keep he's bringing it up now. Do you think do you think they'll fire him or do you think they'll give him a little bit more of a chance? One more year, maybe. How long has Napier been there? That's the question. This is two years for him, I believe. I'll give him That's one more year. I think he I gets one more year. That's my I opinion. And then they get they paid him pretty good too, so they'd have to come off some money. It's not gonna be Jimbo money, but it's it's some money. It's money, yeah. yeah. I, I I'll give him one more year. I like look, Billy. All right, look, you 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 you've been here long enough. Our pedigree is known what we do here in Florida. He's All making right? 51.8 million dollars, just in case you wanted to know. Seven years. Thank God almighty. See, this yeah. is the thing. You put all this money into somebody. See, now, now I'm looking at his record at Florida. He went six and seven. He's probably going to be five and seven or six and seven again. All right. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um, after looking at his record, I don't know. You're right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, think they give, I think they give him one more year. I think they give him one more year, but he could get fired halfway through the season like Jimbo. He could get fired halfway through the season if he, does, if he doesn't step it up. Mm-hmm. If, he doesn't, if he doesn't step it up, he's getting fired halfway through the season. Yeah, I, I think he could be right. All right, let's move on to uh, Texas versus Texas ma- uh, matchup here. Texas taking on TCU at TCU. Um, you know, Texas don't really have a tough schedule left. Um, I guess you could say this was, might be one of their last tougher matchups. Uh, away, Quinn Ewers coming back. Uh, only ended up winning the game by, you know, what was it, three points? Yeah, three points, mm-hmm. 29-26. And I know what's going to be said this week. They should drop down one, and Alabama should take their spot. What do you think, though? Because right now I think they are seven. Alabama is eight, if I'm not mistaken. Let me take a look at that. I believe that is correct, though. I think that's right. Am I right on that? What do you What do you think? Yeah, I think that's right. Seven. Yeah, and then- uh, yeah seven. Uh, I think Alabama was – who's six? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm looking at it. Six was Oregon, I believe. Yeah, six of Oregon, five was Washington. You're right. Yeah, Alabama's eight and Texas is seven. But yes. what do you think? Should they drop based off of that performance and only winning by three? Um, they're winning. I mean, they're winning. They're, they're winning. Um, the only loss was to Oklahoma. Granted, we know what happened with Oklahoma. You know, losing back to back games to uh, Kansas and Oklahoma State, but mm-hmm. they're winning. And I know. I saw something online where they've had a huge lead the last three games, and in all those three games, they've like they had a huge lead against Kansas State, they had a huge lead against TCU. Who else they had a huge lead against? Um, they had a huge lead against somebody else as well, and they just kept 
giving up the, like they give up the lead, man, and struggle to finish the game. So yeah. I, I think that could hurt them in the grand scheme of things. But I told people I was talking to people yesterday, and I said Texas is the last chance for the Big Twelve. So and I and I'm be honest with you, I think they're gonna wait and hold. I think they're gonna leave like leave Texas right there for as long as possible. Texas is gonna be right there for as long as possible because this is the last chance for the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve conference is literally about to go away. Like when you got Oklahoma and Texas going to SEC, you surely about to go away. So this is about the literally like the last chance for the Big Twelve. I think they're gonna keep Texas in there as long as possible, as long as Texas continue to win. Texas get a chance to redeem themselves in the Big Twelve championship. You got the head-to-head winner. I don't care what part of the season it happened. We've had times. Look, there was times when when we when we beat uh Clemson two years ago. Now, granted, I don't think Clemson Clemson to make the playoffs that year. Did they? No, they didn't. No. So, mm-hmm. granted, whatever, regardless of what happens, we won a holly ring game. It was three versus five two years ago when we won our first national championship. That game mattered. Texas being number 11 ranked, going on the road against number three team. Granted, it was week three, but guess what? That game mattered. That's the purpose of college football that we always talk about. What do we always say? Every game matters in college football. I don't care how long ago. Yes, the improvement is huge. You know, improving, which Alabama has. Texas has a little bit declined a little bit here and there, but it's still improvement. I I think you got to keep Texas over Alabama, man. You beat them. Mm-hmm. You beat them. I don't care. What, and you had the majority of the guys that are playing now were playing there. They just wasn't as developed as they say. I do see the improvement. I do think Alabama would probably beat Texas if they played right now, but they have played already. Right. They've already played in the season, and Texas has beat them. I think you got to keep Texas above them as long as they got the same record. As long yeah. as they got the same record, you got to keep them above them. Uh, Louie chimed in. He said Sam Pittman will be fired tomorrow from Arkansas. There, I did look on Twitter just to see, and there's there are some stuff saying that that could happen soon. They just lost to Auburn this past week. It has not been a good season for Arkansas, so that's another guy that could be hitting the market. Good call out. Good call out. All right, let's finish this last week up with um, two more matchups. USC, Oregon, another loss to USC. Uh, they lost four out of their last five, I think is what the number is now. They're seven and four. I want to say, or there's seven, they seven and four, seven and four. Yeah, seven and four. It's just, a, it's ugly. This is going downhill real quick. Oregon, another good win to their resume, if you if you can say so. I mean, I, I could still consider that a pretty good win. Uh, nine and one now for Oregon. Like you said, Oregon, that's a team I like. I mean, and you can get pissed off about it all you want. You can cry about it. I, I don't really care. Uh, Bo Nix is playing his tail off 412 yards passive, four touchdowns. Um, you know, they had a guy, Bucky Irvin, run for 118 in the touchdown. Defense mm-hmm. actually plays okay. I mean, you keep Caleb Williams and them down to 27. I think that's a decent little margin. Um, they had one guy had two catch. Troy Franklin had only two catches, but 147 yards on those two catches for a touchdown. That's pretty crazy. Wow. Um, so another big win for Oregon against USC. Anything to add there? Um, you know, I just think Oregon is really like stepping up their game, man. They're they're really stepping it up. I mean, look, they've played some tough teams. Granted, I know they're not as good as they we thought they were, granted, but they beat um Colorado when it was undefeated in the rank. You know, then they went on the road, had to play Washington. They lost to Washington in a really I mean, if anybody I watched that game, that game was neck and neck. It was. Oh my gosh. And it came down to a missed field goal at the end of the game. Um, literally 36-33. I, mm-hmm. I don't hold that too much over them. I mean, I think they're that good. They then they go on the road 
and beat Utah 35 to 6. Yeah. Man. It's a statement win. That's a statement win for mm-hmm. sure. Then obviously, you know, they had to play USC. They beat USC. They got Arizona State. That'd be Arizona State. Then they got Oregon State at home. Another ranked team, which I think they're gonna close out. I'm be honest with you, man. I, I I like Oregon, man. I cannot wait. I'm I'm hoping I think they come out of the Pac-12. I think they I'm do. Hoping Washington beats Oregon State. I'm rooting for them because I want to see Washington versus Oregon. From Everything here. on the line, Pac-12 championship line. game. It would that, be game, that game is going to matter, and the winner of that game obviously will be going to the playoffs. They yeah. will be going to the playoffs. Uh, another thing to quickly add, we did know about this. We just did, we forgot to mention it, but Louie's right here to remind us. Penn State did fire their offensive coordinator today, um, we so we did know that. So, but, yeah. but we forgot to mention that. So that is deservedly so, deservedly yeah, so, Louie. That so. offense yeah. sucks. Yeah. All right. Last thing for this past week, Ole Miss UGA thoughts on this? A big win for UGA. Uh, let's see. Final score ended up being fifty-two seventeen. Great offensive showing. The defense started off slow, like we always do. It's not a surprise. They they let them drive all the way down the field and score. Uh, we were able to get pressure. Uh, we were able to make big plays. That's like the best offensive game I think we've had all season. We were averaging big yards per carry. We didn't even we didn't get to a third down until my, midway through the second quarter, bro. That's it. We we were getting everything first and second down, first and second down, just staying on schedule. It was awesome. I enjoyed watching it so much. Um, still, some things you can touch up on, but guys are making guys are making plays. Um, so, I mean, nothing nothing really to complain about. Let's see what Tennessee has. I will say, I'm glad Missouri beat Tennessee because like their their will to win this coming up week is pretty much all gone. I, I, I mean, what are you playing for at this point? You know, I, it's and I think that's what these players think. I mean, y'all could say it all you want, like the, these programs, ten wins is also for them. But what do the players think? If you're not in the college football playoff. Do you just, you know what I'm saying? We've seen guys just give up and they they call it a season. Oh, I'm just gonna go train for the draft. You know what I'm saying? To them, to these players, it's all or nothing. And I think that's where Tennessee's gonna be. I think they, they, this is just the end of it. Maybe they could try to end on a high note kind of thing. Um, I do think we see a little bit of a less push than we would have if everything was on the line for the East. You know, had Ole Miss beat Georgia, had Tennessee beat Missouri, this would have been a big matchup. You know, but now it's just it's it's kind of another game in a way. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not going to take it like that. And I, you know, there's probably you know Tennessee, maybe not so much. I don't know. We'll see how how they come out to play. But I still, I still feel pretty confident in this week. But big, big win by Georgia. That's my takes. What are yours? Um, yes. Uh, look, the way Georgia has played right now, man. I mean, look, what did I say on the show? I said this is going to be their best performance of the season. You were I called it, and man, what a game to show the number nine team in the country. Oh well, again, our schedule we ain't play nobody good anyway. So this yeah, doesn't we, yeah, this this don't mean this, 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 I hate this, you know. And look, you know, I, I, you know, I even said it last week. You know, I do think Alabama will propose us problems, um, but they I still. Would, think, but let me tell you something that made me a little bit more confident is after watching this game. Now, yes, I know Ole Miss ain't got the defense, Alabama. Yes, I know that. Yes, <laughs> you, you ain't telling me nothing I don't know. But what I am going to say is, and I don't like to play football math too much, but I will play here. Okay. The last few teams that UGA played, that Alabama has also played, look at the margin of victory. All right? Now, granted, yes, I know that was one touchdown score yesterday that uh, Kentucky basically, you know, scored an extra touchdown, made it 49-21. But Georgia beat Kentucky 51-13. to All right? 
Ole Miss and Alabama, I watched that game. I watched that entire game from start to finish. And Ole Miss had so many opportunities to take advantage of Alabama miscues. Mm-hmm. And they just kept – and I, granted, I, I give props to the defense. Props to the defense. Wouldn't the score like 10 to 10 at halftime anyway? Right. It was tight. So it was 10 to 10 at no halftime. No one's won a lot since then, though. Oh, oh you're right. A lot of things. And, and Miro has grown. But Georgia – so if, if if they've grown – and I've also heard Ole Miss has gotten better since then. Okay. Okay. Well – if that's a more improved Ole Miss team, then what the freak are we? And I yeah. like what Georgia has done so far because Georgia, for one, has incredibly improved defensively and offensively. Carson Beck is so comfortable in that pocket, bro. He is so comfortable. He's looking good. He's making phenomenal throws. Um, the defense, uh, man, I ain't going to lie to you. Every first drive of every game, I get so worried. I'd be like, God, can we get a stop? And I was texting out of the group chat and Kiever and Tanner was like, man, it's just the first drive. Stop coming. I'm like, bro, we can't. I don't care if the first drive. That's been okay with it. That's been okay. They'd be like, oh, well, it's just the first round. It's okay to lose. No, we don't want to be okay with losing that. We want to. <laughs> I give it to you. You want to always be awesome. Yeah, we always want to be. I, I don't. I'm, t- I'm sick and tired of seeing teams do 14, 13 play drives, 80 yards, go down on field list and score. I'm sick of that. You know, because uh, but one thing about Georgia when they settle down, boy, do they settle down. And man, I am so I'm so happy for Georgia. Um, and just knowing, I just know Georgia will will beat the piss out of Ole Miss, and next week we'll have almost a, a born burner with freaking Tennessee. <laughs> Hopefully, we go out there and run. I want us to run shop with Tennessee, which I think we will. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of a, a push from Tennessee against Georgia. Yeah, uh, you you could be right. You could be right. Um, so let's get into some Week Twelve picks here. Um, let's see here. I'm trying right now. Uh, the ESPN app doesn't have the. Um, the odds like it doesn't have the lines for everything so far for this week. So I'm going to pull it up on DraftKings Sportsbook. And let's see here. The first one we're going to do is Utah, Arizona. So we got Utah and Arizona. Uh, Arizona coming off the big win against <clears throat> uh, Colorado this past week. Uh, I guess you could call that a big win. If you're Kobe, you don't really care about it at all. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Cause I know he was discredited. Um, uh, Oregon's win against them, but Utah, number 18, Utah versus number 21, Arizona. They're both, it's at Arizona. They're both seven and three here. I'm trying to find the line for this one, but let's see here. They are, man, it's hard to find. Okay. Right now, Utah is a one point favorite um, in this game. Wow. Uh, the way it works for me, I think that if Colorado can keep it close against you, I think Utah can as well. And I think they can actually win. I'll take Utah to win this one on the road. I got them covering the point. That's me. Um, so Arizona, you know, before Utah, they has beaten three straight ranked teams. Um, again, Kobe made a good point. Uh, there's only been three teams with three uh, ranked wins this year. Uh, that's Alabama, that's Texas, and now that's Arizona. Um, Arizona won three straight games with all, all ranked wins. They're a really good team. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Arizona, especially with them being at home. Okay. In this game, I'm gonna go with Arizona for this one. I just think, uh, I mean, they beat Oregon State at home. They beat Washington State on the road. Mm-hmm. They should have beat USC, and they lost to them in triple overtime. And 
they had a really tight game with Washington. They only lost to Washington by seven at home. So Arizona is not a bad team. I mean, Arizona is a no. solid team. Um, but I'm going I'm going to go with Arizona in this one. Okay. Uh, so we split on that one. All right. Number five, Washington traveling to number 12, Oregon State. Uh, you know, you laid it out there. What is, I know Washington's undefeated. How many losses does Oregon State have up to this point? Is it two? Two. They only have two. two. Okay. So they're two, they have two losses right now. Eight and uh, two. Washington is a one point favorite. And I'm going to take the road favorite again. I'm going to take Washington to cover. I'm going to take them to cover one point. I think they see the, they see the end goal that they want. They're one point favorite. Okay, that's it right now. That's all. That's all I can get on DraftKings Sportsbook at the moment. I swear to God, I can send this screenshot if you want to see it. That's, the, that's at this moment. At this moment, they are one point favorite. That is all. And if that's the line of, the, if that's the margin right there, I'll take them to cover it. I'll take Washington to to win that game outright. By more than a point. So um, that's me on that. I, th- I think they see the, you know, like it's right there, man. It's there for the taking. If they just can finish this season out, they can achieve everything they want. And this is the next step to doing it. I think I just think this is, I think this is going to be a really tight game for them. I think this is going to be a close game. It probably game. will be tighter. It probably but, will be tighter. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State is nothing to play with. Um, like I said, I, I've had a lot of respect for the Pac 12 a little bit. And um, DJ has really shown off his career. And Oregon State, they're they're a good team, man. They're they're a good team. But I'm also gonna go with Washington. I think Washington uh edged this one out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win only by seven or win by like a field goal. So it's gonna be one of those type of games, but I, I'm not I'm not uh I just I just think Washington is gonna do enough. And then next week, Washington, I have to play Washington State. Um, you know, man, Washington State has had a huge fall off. You know, Washington State was ranked undefeated, four and oh. And now they've lost six straight games in a row. So mm. that's that is wild. I know I've I've just never seen no fall off like that. You know, you've won four yeah. games in a row, beat two ranked teams in the process, and then you just lose all the games you play in a row. Like wow. But overall, yeah, I think I'm taking Washington. Okay, my bad. I meant to flip the name over there to it. I just I'm just now doing it. So Washington versus Oregon State is who we we're talking about. All right. Lastly, we got number two Georgia going traveling to uh, Knoxville to play Tennessee in Neyland. Uh Number 13, Tennessee. At the moment, they are number 13. That will drop. They are 7-3 and three right now, just coming off the loss to Missouri. Um, right now, Georgia is – obviously, they're going to be the favorite here, but they are a 10-point favorite. 10-point uh, favorite here, so they have to cover 10. This offense is humming. I think this defense will get right. I think they cover the 10 now. I, 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 like, I like where we're at right now. I'll, I'll take Georgia to cover the 10. I'm taking Georgia to cover the 10 as well. Um, I do think Tennessee pushes a little bit um, coming out. You know, going to kneeling isn't easy. Um, but I think we got the team to do it, man. I, I'm, I'm I'm gaining more confidence in this team as the season goes on. Like I said, that yeah. Ole Miss team showed me a lot. Uh, it showed me this team is, is – it is what they say it is. And especially with us getting healthy, man, I, I didn't bring it up in that game against Ole Miss, but Kendall Milton. He did look good. Uh, that, uh, he is worth mentioning. Thank you for doing that. He he, yeah. he is worth he that's the best game I've seen that man have. That's awesome. Gosh, man, dude. He looks so good, man. I'm telling you, man. There's just certain guys that I'm looking at right now, man. And I'm like, this is it. This yeah. this, this is it. Yeah, and um it, it's like I'm I'm liking my chances against mm-hmm. but at first I was telling people I feel like we could play in a shootout game with anybody. I feel like our defense would be good enough to get stops. 
We will and, get stopped. That's what I'm saying. I, I actually trust that offense now to put up points. Yeah. At a yeah. time, at a time, I don't know. I couldn't. And you know what? Looking yeah, at a guy dad, like dad look, hey, dad looked over at me. He goes, I never thought I'd say this, but Georgia's offense looks better than their defense, is what, is what he said. So last last night, so we're not wrong. We're not wrong. Uh, no, man, this this offense looks like it's on another level this year. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, I he's agree. Like, with you. I was like, I was like, um, he's like, man, Beck is good. I was like, I looked over there. I was like, oh, really? I was like, so what happened to all that stuff you were talking about earlier this year on Beck? You know, what what about Bobo? What you think about him now? Because remember, he was on these chats at the beginning of this year, even before the season, talking about Bobo's gonna screw us. He's gonna find a way to screw us. Bobo's been in Bobo's been in his bag. Bobo's been in his bag, boy. He's been in that bag, baby. He's been in that bag. Uh he's he's been doing good. He, yeah, uh, you know, you, you gotta give them their, their flowers. Um, yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been really proud of Georgia this year, man. And uh, this will really settle the seed if we can go in and uh, finish the season and do what we got to do. And I, I, I am I am pumped. I am pumped uh, for the SEC championship game in two weeks. Yeah, Just looking ahead to that, I mean, it's already locked in. Georgia versus Bama. It doesn't get bigger than this, man. It's going to be that this could be what some people might. Some people may. You remember how we called? You remember how we called um, Ohio State versus Georgia, yeah. the national championship? I could see some people claiming UGA versus Bama, the SEC championship game is the national championship. I could see some people saying that. So that's the stakes, man. Okay, it's, okay. It's I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. We're going to have to do a joint podcast for that one. We are. Uh, We're going to need to. Uh, I am pumped for the UGA. Okay. It, it got me. Because let me tell you something. Look, there have been times. Jacob, if you're out there, you better. Woo! There have been times where I've been watching and I'd be like, uh, I don't know, man. Alabama's going to be tough. Alabama is going to be tough. But this is one of those years where I'm a little bit more confident than usual playing Alabama. Most of the time, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. I hate Mil when I Mil feel Mil Mil I already know right now, Milro's going to make me pucker my butthole, man. He's going to be making hey, me. Yeah. I'm hey. going to be nervous as crap with that sucker running around. Every time he has the ball in his hands, I'll be saying like, please. Wait, wait, we oh, got a quarterback oh, spot. Oh, is I will say this. <laughs> I'll say this. Toward the end of the game this weekend, Jackson Dart is by no means, or Spencer Sanders, are they no means anywhere near the the level of athlete that Jalen Milrow is? But I will say our defensive linemen on, on the edges, that they were actually setting the edge pretty well. There was one play in particular. I know Spencer Sanders toward the end of the game, he was trying to get outside, and Chaz Chambliss was just holding on to his block. Keep, you know, staying with him, staying with him, staying on the outside to push that quarterback in, and then and sure enough, it worked. It was it was to a T, yes. exactly how you wanted to be played, and he did. All right, last thing we're going to do here, college football predictions, playoff predictions for Tuesday. Um, as things stand now, you got one Ohio State, two Georgia, three Michigan, four Florida State, five Washington, six Oregon, seven Texas. Um, we'll, we'll go to top ten, eight Alabama, nine Ole Miss, ten Penn State. Now, obviously, Ole Miss and Penn State will be dropping out. Tennessee will be dropping out of 13. You could see a shift. Missouri Louisville at number 11, Oregon State at 12, Missouri at 14. I think maybe Missouri's done enough to where they can jump in the top 10. What do you say? Um, I do think Oregon State jumps up. Um, they're going to do that to help. They're going to help that game out. Washington. Washington. Yeah, I think you, you – They're going to make that game. Hey, you know what? You know yeah, they're gonna make that game top right, ten. Hey, top, make, us some, make us some money. Make us make some, money. some money. It sounds so much better than saying, "Oh, the number five versus the number 11, 11 or 12. twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, gonna, 
Hey, tune in for this top 10 matchup. So they're going to be – Oregon State's going to be top 10. Um, yeah. I do think this performance – you beat the number nine team like this, 52 to 17. I'm sorry. You, I know but most people don't want Georgia one, but Georgia going to be one. Georgia will be one. Well, you think so? I, I, like I said, we will see the mindset of the committee. If the committee picks I, up, I told my dad that. I was like, I could see them bumping them up to one. Do I want them to be? No, I don't really care. But I could see them bumping them up after a dominant performance like that. Um, I don't know if I'm willing to say they're going to do it or not. I don't know what I'd put the odds at. I'm pretty confident that they will. Okay. But if they don't, I know where their minds are. Uh-huh. And that also tells me where their minds are as well for also Texas with Alabama. Would, with Michigan as well. I'll say that. Yeah, the, the Texas, I want to see if how much stock they put into Michigan beating Penn State. Is it enough for them to say, oh, man, that's awesome. You know, like all these other people think. And I mean, who, who, they, who are they going to jump? I don't know. They had three. They're not going. Michigan ain't going to move. I don't think. I don't think they're going to jump. Yeah, they can't jump Georgia after that win. No, they're not going to move. I don't, I don't guess you can jump Ohio State after they just tore. No, they're, they're, they're not going to move. No, no. Yeah, so I guess those, you're right. You're right. You're right. are never going to move. Um, they're just going to swap places. You're right. I do think Georgia go to one, Ohio State go to two, and Michigan at three. If they okay. don't change that, like I said, that gives my mind. That's the reason why I'm giving a case about Texas stand above mm-hmm. Alabama. If they keep Ohio State. Over Georgia, especially after performance they just had against Ole mm-hmm. Miss, there ain't no way they're gonna move uh, Alabama over Texas. I'm sorry, especially after you beat them. Texas yeah. is gonna stay over Alabama. Um, I got Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, Florida State four, Washington five, Oregon six, uh, uh, Texas at number seven, Alabama at number eight, number nine potentially Oregon State. Who who else was that nine? Who's at nine and ten? Oh yeah, Penn State and uh, mm-hmm. somebody else. and Penn State. Ole Miss and Penn State. Yeah, you're gonna probably have Oregon State and Louisville move in. No, that's gonna help. Look, that's gonna help Florida State. That's gonna help Florida State having Louisville. Oh man, top ten matchup in ACC yeah, yeah. championship game. You know, he got know what they be doing. They do. They know they what do. they be doing. <laughs> yeah. All they right. Do. Well, uh, any last things you want to add here? Uh, no, I'm just gonna say real quick. Um, you know, we haven't talked much NFL, but man, I am so mm-hmm. pumped about the NFL. Reason why my steel is just one. We yeah. are six and three for some God given reason. I don't know how because we are sorry piece of trash of a football team, but we keep finding ways to win and we got a good defense. Also, I am so happy because the Ravens just lost. The Ravens just lost to the they Browns. Lost. Yes. Wow. Uh, Lamar Jackson threw a pick six. So, oh, uh, wow. I know. So they have lost, uh, and I quote, they were up 24 to 9, and they lost the game 33-31. So many people were trashing Deshaun Watson, and now he drove them down the field to win the game. I was keeping update with it. The Texans won, beating the Bengals on the road. Dude, CJ Stroud's legit. Ow. He had 356 yards today. One touchdown. I mean, he's been showing out, man. A lot um, of people are saying that um, that uh, maybe the Panthers messed up by taking Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. What do you say? Um, I 100 percent agree. Yeah. Um, so far, I, I like it. I said this. But you know, God forbid you say that though, because uh, you're you're gonna be a uh, you're you're gonna be attacked for that one. 
oh man, these Alabama fans, they gotta learn how to stop sucking up to everybody. You like you gotta accept when somebody's not good. We 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 accept when somebody's not good. Hey, look, uh-huh. I was one of the biggest from guys that there was. I love Jake From. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, he was not the great quarterback for us no. at Georgia. I look and I know some people like to use all these different excuses here and there, but he just went in. And I love Jake Fromm. I loved him in high school. Even when I used to root for him, I was like, man, I don't like Fazio Hoko with some when we play him. And I wanted to take his head off. But that's a different story. Like I'm rooting for him, but we, you know, you don't have a when you're not a good player, you know, in, in the realm of what you're doing, you're just not a really good pr- player in the realm of what you're doing. All right. And you know, in this case, Bryce Young, but look. I can't say Bryce Young isn't good because this is his first year. Rookie, everybody have bad uh, rookie years. Heck, Peyton Manning, his rookie year went two and fourteen. So you'll have bad rookie years. It is what it is. We'll see. We'll see. Give him some time. We'll see before we make this uh, judgment and assumption. Kobe Reed wanted to chime in here at the very end. Penn State over Mizzou. You're dead wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, Kobe. Get out of here. Get that trash out of here, man. Um, Kobe, uh, we're going to do a collab, man. Torres already called an SEC championship game. We're going to have to do a collab. Yeah, collab on SEC championship, Kobe. Collab on you and Jackson. We'll get Jacob on here. Um, it'll, it'll be good, man. It'll be good. We'll, we'll be able to do a really good podcast. And um, I really do think this is going to be the big game in uh, Alabama, Georgia. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Alabama, Georgia is the game that everybody been waiting on all year long. We've been waiting, actually. Everybody been waiting on that game for the last two years, you know, since yeah. the national championship uh, in 2021. So uh, this is it. This is it. This is it. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. All right, guys. Well, thank you all out there for tuning in to the live stream. If you're listening on podcast, thank you so much for supporting us that way. If you do want to listen on podcast, we're on any podcast platform out there. If you want to uh, support the show, just click in the description, uh, click in the link tree, and, um, you know, you can support us a multitude of different ways. So, um you know, we appreciate you guys just giving us the support that you have. And as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.